Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN, and if there's a Christmassy feel in the car, well, that's for good reason, uh, and we will get to it shortly. Plenty of news made over the weekend, uh, including Will Zalatoris. How about that? Earning his first PGA Tour victory, he did it here in the first FedEx Cup playoffs here at TPC Southwind. Congratulations to him. Was plenty to talk about because he had to do it in a playoff. Pretty dramatic out there in John's neck of the woods. Oh, man, oh, man. Penny Hardaway's added another one. Another one under the tree. Another one. Who's there? <laughs> Who comes popping out of this box? We'll get to that as well. Uh, very nice to see you guys. No, it's not December 25th, but it does feel a little Christmassy around here. Yeah, like you could even do like a little remake, like the the the, the Hallelujah Chorus there almost sounds like they're saying, Angel. Oh, yeah. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. Welcome to the big stage. The Memphis Grizzlies, for the first time in franchise history, going to be featured on Crema. Nothing better than that, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, we'll be talking about that here on the show today. It's good to be here. We have a lot to get to on the show. We're going to do some respect burgers at 1 o'clock. That's right. We'll see if the NBA gets one. We'll see if the schedule makers get a respect burger well, for putting the Grizzlies on. Well, a good chance in there. Uh, so we'll do that at 1 o'clock. And then at one twenty-five, Jason Fitz will join us where we'll ask him about that decision, of course. But also get into some NFL. It was a very busy weekend uh, of preseason action, right, in the NFL. So Bears got to win. Bears got to win. Means nothing. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, no less. Wow! What a moment for the franchise. Beating Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. He did play. So does it count? Well, he sliced us up when he was in there. No, it doesn't matter. But he went on that, like, minute 35 drive. He looked good. Clocked out. That's, <laughs> that's going to do it enough. for me. That's enough. <laughs> that was easy. Especially against these scrubs. Yeah, so anyway, we'll get into all of that today with Jason Fitz uh, at 125. So that is the show today, but you guys know how we do by now. Mondays, we usually come in there. We'll do a little thing called Cap or No Cap. Let's go. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now, it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I'm going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. So we are getting Eric Hasseltine underneath the mistletoe. John, is that cap or no cap? Yeah, so I think that's kind of how we brand it here on the station. Hasseltine underneath the mistletoe. Yeah, know, of course. Kind of, I don't know how you what you would describe that as, like what, what the grammatical term for that is. But yes, Hasseltine mistletoe, uh, we're getting it. That is that is no cap. Uh, I guess Mark Stein sort of broke the news 
uh, over on his uh, Substack. Good for him. Uh, that the Grizzlies will be taking on the Golden State Warriors uh, on Christmas Day. Now, this had been we, – we even were talking about this with Anthony Sane last week, mm-hmm. right? Yep, on Friday. And we kind of, you know, went through and, and, and you know, projected, okay, um, first of all, they're, they're five games. Mm-hmm. So when you realize that there are five games, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to leave the Grizzlies out of a 10-team lineup, right, given how successful they are, how much star power they have. Uh, but the official thought is Warriors, Grizz, Mavs, Lakers, Nuggets, Suns, Knicks, Sixers, Celtics, Bucks. No Nets, which is notable. Uh, Absolutely. Clearly, the NBA believes yeah. that Kevin Durant will not be on that team, uh, you know, come Christmas. So, I because if you, you thought that, you'd put him on, you know, in place of. I just, it doesn't have any faith in the right. Nets that that thing's going to look anything like an East contender. It's hard to have faith in it. Well, and, and, frankly, especially you, you got might, a guy that's got a trade request. The, the, the NBA might not know, right? But they may just say there's too much uncertainty with that organization right now. We that's what would, I'm saying. We wouldn't want to give them a slot on Christmas Day, and then it'd be like uh, Cam Thomas starting at the two. You know, I mean, you just do it. You don't want that. So they just erred on the side of caution there. That's their issue. Grizz in and uh, and decided not to. But yes, the Memphis Grizzlies are taking on the and, and it is. It's just an obvious matchup. You know, it's a very obvious matchup in the sense that. They had a great playoff series. Uh, there's some bad blood. There's some feuding going on. You have Ja on one side who is not afraid to talk, and then you have Draymond Green on the other side who is not afraid to talk. So this is going to be a very – I mean, the ratings for this game are going to be absolutely massive. It's the arrival for the Grizzlies. You know, Ja, ja and, and Draymond kind of talked this up, and you saw Ja shoot at, at Draymond, you know, got what, got what we wanted. And I, listen, you, you talked about sort of a, a, a feuding. I think at this point, there's a respect to on, on both sides, even though obviously the Grizzlies. I mean, the the I think clearly Golden State felt a certain kind of way about the Grizzlies, the way they came at them. But clearly now, you can see in the off season, you can see it in the way Draymond responds to Ja Morant. There's a there's a healthy respect there. What's great is that the NBA recognizes it and says, let's cash in on this. You're going to be what looks like the nightcap to this thing. So in terms of your point about ratings, it should be absolutely through the roof. John Morant gets a chance to do it on the national stage against a team you love to hate. And so it's perfect for the Grizzlies. And hopefully, John, it's the opening of the window where you stay there. As long as you're contender, there's no reason to think you're not going to be at this, this be an annual thing where you're playing on Christmas all you got to do is stay a contender, and John ja Moran, I feel like, stay healthy, and you've got a chance to do this every year. It's just it's it's the start of what should be many a great Christmas day, hopefully, in Memphis watching the Grizzlies play. Now I know you know players, especially your first time, right. you like this. Veterans feel a different kind of way about it. I, I'll say this, you know, I, I can't wait for the day when hopefully we have one here in Memphis. Yeah, but for right now, you get a chance to go to the champs. Dude, this is all you can ask for. It's a fantastic opportunity. And, and, and a shout-out to the NBA for getting it right here, for recognizing what's clearly one of their marquee matchups right now in the league. People want to see this matchup. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, I, and, look, I think to that point about the veterans, like they're going to get up for this game. Like not only is it on Christmas, but it's against you know a, a team that you sort of view as whether it's right or wrong. They view, I know they view the Grizzlies as their little brother. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they do. So they're going to they're gonna get up for this opportunity. They're going to play their guys, and they're going to try to beat the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies, on the other hand, are going to try to, you know, show them, look, you guys had to injure, uh, you know, our player intentionally last year to get past us. So it's just going to be like it's going to have no shortage of drama, no shortage of, you know, intriguing storylines. And my only hope is that the Grizzlies are, you know, fully healthy for it. That's, right. That's the only thing. Yeah. Is like if if Jaren's, Jaren's in there, playing by then, it's less interesting. True. I mean, it just is. If Jaren's not playing, you know, I mean, you want to yeah. have your full complement of players, <clears throat> and them too, right? I mean, you, sure. you don't want to have sure. it be an inferior sort of, you know. So. No, there's no doubt. I mean, you kind of want them to, you know, Draymond needs to play, yeah. Clay needs to play, Steph needs to play. I mean, you want it to be as evenly mm-hmm. a matchup as you can possibly get. But look, it's an amazing, it's an amazing yeah. uh, fact in and of itself that the the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be playing. On Christmas Day, uh, I, you know, five, ten, twenty years ago when they moved here, like I don't think anybody would have ever fought, thought that they would be doing that. I mean, they they it just sort of cements them, you know, as one of the most interesting and and you know star laden teams. In the league. I'm telling you, there will be a time coming soon where Memphis is playing a Christmas Day game game here 
right, against yeah. the Dallas Mavericks or whatever, Luka versus Ja. We right. talked about that on Friday, how it could have been another matchup that maybe you look at, but the no-brainer was the no-brainer one was was Golden State Memphis, obviously. But there'll be a day, and like like we said, hopefully this can continue. The longer you can stay a contender, your window's open now. Hopefully this is a deal where you're waking up on a on a on a Christmas day and you're taking your kids down there to FedEx Forum for a, a Christmas day game here. That's that's what you're now open to having arrived like this. So it's symbolic. It's symbolic of the NBA acknowledging your arrival. Yeah, so you'll be scheduling, I'm assuming, your Christmas Day festivities around this one. I mean, hopefully... Well, it's about getting a nap in beforehand yeah. because this <laughs> yeah. is going to be a late-night game, you feel like, out on the West Coast. and that It make, would yeah. make sense, right? I mean, you would think that they're going to put this one in prime time and make it the late-night game. I know, I know we don't have times as of yet, but that's what yeah, I, so I'm looking at seems last like to me year, you would right? do that for ratings. So the last, mm-hmm. I want to say the last game of the day was 10.30, 9.30 Central. So, do you want to be no, that? We, I'd rather have that 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 seven o'clock slot. Hopefully, for the yeah. champs. Yeah, it's got to be. They got to be right. the seven o'clock. You're gonna get massive ratings putting them there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, you'd get ratings off them putting them in nine, but you'll get the big ones. You'll have the whole country watching if you put them in that seven o'clock slot. So they had two. They had one thirty, four, seven, nine thirty last year. That's right? late. Yeah, it's pretty late on Christmas. That's I mean, people are tuckered out by yeah. then, man. Nine thirty. You're either you're you're tryptophan I, I, or whatever. I think that's, in. that's probably. If you're the nine thirty, you better have that nap in. Yeah. To me, if you're nine thirty, like that's got to be Nuggets Suns, right? I hope so. But that yeah. one's that one's at Nuggets. Is the is the uh, is the plan? It's a mountain. So there's no uh, you know that there's no promise of that. Okay, so could it be then it had to be Mavs Lakers then, right? It isn't that isn't Staples, right? Uh, according to the according to the schedule that came out, Shams has got Lakers at Mavs as well. Oh, that's oh, terrible! So, like so I said, from a West Coast standpoint, it makes the most sense that their Warriors are in that late game. But hopefully, again for ratings, you've got them in the prime time slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is. I mean, they, but, but they're just because they're dude. You, not, could, you could, you, dude, you, you can it. start the Nuggets late or you can start the Mavericks late. It doesn't matter. The point is, get my thing would be for the NBA, get them in the biggest slot, yeah. right? Because the, you'll the have half, would be you'll have half the, the country, game. you'll have part of the country asleep. You play that nine thirty yeah. game with Golden State in it. Go ahead and throw the champs in the seven o'clock slot. Makes sense to me. Either way, uh, for Memphis, you're going to be out on the on the West Coast. You're right. We're going to be here in Hassle Time working on a Christmas. But I would imagine he's very happy to do so. Especially well, on this you know, uh, who some knows? of those vets like it, it, LeBron know. have expressed an interest well, that they've done this a right, lot. Exactly. Would rather be with families. That's what I was alluding to earlier with the vets. For these teams that have done doing right. it first time, like the right. Grizzlies, you're going to be itching to get out there. I do. And hopefully, the you know you, you get my matched energy from Golden State. Look, I do feel like uh, but who cares? Don't match it. Then we'll roll over you. There is something to be said though for like the people that work these games. Not the players, right? Not the players, but like you know the you know the 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 traveling media, right? The media swarm that covers it, the, you know the radio people that like there goes Christmas, you know, like you're setting up again all when day, you're doing you're it for traveling. the first time. It might feel like one thing, but but like we're talking about people that would work down at FedEx Forum if the game was here, that would then have to go do a game on Christmas. Yeah, right. yeah, that's that now becomes work. That, I imagine I at feel those them. first couple of times you're probably excited to do it, going to be a great feeling, but after a while, you know. People are working. That's that's the one right. thing about it for your at your you know for for you so you can have a great right. day on Christmas. You can sit at home. There's another side can, of yeah, this no yes, that I loses mean, part of that. But again, first time for the Grizzlies, everybody's going to be excited to do, and and anyone affiliated with. Them. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, but it's like you know, it's for those that it's become an old hat. For three, yeah. four, five times. It's like okay, like I'm tired of playing on Christmas. Like I need the day with my family. Dude, I just remember watching Bulls games growing up on Christmas Day and seeing how many parents it looked like had woke their kids up with tickets. You know what I'm saying? And you had kids there. I'm just thinking about that situation replayed down at FedEx Forum, hopefully in a future year, where you think about that. You think about possibly think about how hot a ticket that will be, especially early on. Well, you're here, and let's be real, it's all possible because of uh you know, you get the superstar, then you build the right way around him. So it's a credit to what the Grizzlies have done, how far they've advanced so far. Hopefully it continues and you stay in the spot. Yeah, absolutely. But congratulations, Grizzlies. Uh That's they big are time. playing on Christmas Day. That is an arrival if I've ever seen one. Story number two for the weekend, the FESJC, the FedEx St. Jude Championship at Southwind. And it appears that we have a golf wizard on our hands, a prognosticator, Jason, across from you here. Uh, And he, of course, humble, as always, you know. Uh, I might even have some audio confirmation of this pulled up, John, uh, that you tweeted yesterday. Is this cap or no cap? John, I'll ask you, Jason, 
John picked Will Zalatoris to win the FESJC. Is that cap or no cap? Well, it's no cap, but it feels like Will was one of his 10 picks. I need to go back to the audio and hear it. It felt like John picked about team? 20 guys yeah. to finish either top 10 or I don't, know how people be- I, don't know. I don't know how people begin to pick. Oh, it's I think lot. this it's- guy's going to have like a great week. But I would, you know, Will Zalatoris, I always see him like, you know, involved. <laughs> He's always involved in like the, you know, like the last few holes. That's not a bad one. Till the last few holes, he had always finished runner-up. Boy, That's you were on, you were really one. on top of it. <laughs> well, he looked, and you he were not confident up. about it at all. But it counts as a pick. <laughs> well, it does count barely. It, you're right. I mean, barely, I, I, I did bro. not. I did not go. You're like, what to am the, I doing here? I, what it is? Will Zalatoris? It will be. It looks like he came up short. Yeah, I didn't. This is, I didn't look. Look, you didn't have the winner, and you didn't have the winner. No, right? no. You I mean, wrong. that's the thing. I, I picked Finau. I I put my I, ever so lightly. You stamped it. I put my very light stamp. I said, What's you know, it? why not? That was a very why not pick for but him. Did you not pick Henley also? No, I said the sharps liked Henley. Oh, that Henley was not your pick. No, no, the Henley sharps who liked didn't Henley. make the cut. Yeah, Henley did not make the cut. Although he was one under. I mean, it's not like he had a disastrous week. No, I think that counts as a as a, as a pick. Yeah, and I, I, think I, and, a winning pick. And I will say this on Zalatoris, like I strangely, it's 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 <laughs> these are these are these are the kind of guys you want to win. It was his first PGA Tour victory. So the yeah, truth is, two runner-ups on this year. Yeah, he was always the bridesmaid, never Real the bride, kind of a thing, you know. And you know, look again, I'm not, uh, I'm not a golf savant. I'm not a golf purist. I don't spend my afternoons like I. The over/under on holes watched was four and a half. That was under. I watched no. I watched no well, that holes. Was, that was in person. Well, because if it was, if it was not, I, I we're over. I watched. Almost the entire day yesterday. Well, I'm very, I'm glad because I just didn't. Well, then I went and then I, I, I impressed them. Yeah, I went over for. Yeah, like, you went over. Ron Olson but that, called but me this that morning. That was that was that was actually out there in person. That over and under last week. Ron, Ron Olson called me this morning. He wanted me to come on. He said, "You watched the golf tournament." I said, "I didn't." I said, "I didn't watch." It, <laughs> Ron was very excited about the golf tournament yeah, in the hall and, this morning. And then uh, you know he he kind because I guess he tried to reach Calkins and Calkins is uh is on vacation out of the office. Yeah. You know so. Uh, I told him, I said, you know, I, I can't do it this time, man. I can't do it. But, but, but the truth is that it is a great thing for Memphis because now he's going to have this affection. Will Zalatoris, who was one of the great up-and-coming golfers in, on the PJ Tour, he's always going to have this affection for Memphis. He's always going to come back to Memphis like that. It's his first one. His caddy is from Memphis, right? I mean, this is just a oh, – His coach. Yeah. Sorry, his coach, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is, you know, a great story. It's a great development for, for Memphis in that event. So – um, regardless of whether I picked it or not, I'm glad it happened because you know that's going to be a special thing for Will Zalatoris. And if he goes on to be one of the top five, top ten golfers in the world, you know, over the next five, ten, fifteen years, no matter what, his first PGA win will always be in Memphis, Tennessee. That's a cool thing. He did caddy for Zalatoris last week at the Wyndham. Uh, Gregory had, but he yeah. was actually uh, 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 again. John talks about the the local tie. Uh, he had actually been his coach, and he credited him afterwards. Zalatoris did so. Always that local tie. Uh, I, listen, it was dramatic. That was the far, the part about it. Three playoff holes it took. Yep, it was fantastic. You had balls dribbling, threatening to go in the water, and balls that uh, did, and balls that didn't. Uh, you couldn't have asked for better if you were Memphis. If you were tournament organizers, you had great weather after the the rain cleared out of here on Thursday. It was everything you could ask for. The gallery looked great on TV. Did look on good Sunday on TV, and yeah. dramatically, it just it built up, built up, built up. Had a beautiful ending, and I thought for Zalatoris it was a great way to finish it off. After being at that point, right, being at that point a couple of times, losing in playoffs, he comes through this time in a beautiful three-hole playoff. Congratulations, Will Zalatoris. And then Memphis, we, got a, we had a big weekend in sports, actually. It's pretty good sports day here today. Memphis Tigers got some news in there with uh, Penny, of course, at the golf tournament. He was golfing the Pro-Am and was showing up out there. Had the custom, I really, did you guys see those custom golf clubs? Yeah. They had a Memphis Tiger stamp. I think um, our buddy Scott Felix might have done those, but they have the stamp in the club. Beautiful golf club. Jamar Young committing to Memphis out of SMU was part of the Kendrick Davis package. Is that cap or no cap? I'll start with you, John. Um, I don't. I don't know that it. I don't. I don't think it was. But I'm just going to com- pretend it was. Might as well say it is. I'm just yeah. going to pretend it was because it's probably worth it. Uh, Two point per game guy. He's not a scorer. Yeah, Six I mean, seven that's, forward. That's the thing. Is like he's he's really a body. Um, and and, and based on his career, six, six nine two fifteen. Six nine. Yeah, okay, a little little bigger. Great, than I great body. It's a great body, but it's it's, it's, a, it's a, a body. A big. You know. Um, and uh, it, you know when you're taking guys who average you know two points a game, you yeah. know in conference, one point seven eight rebounds. You know, th- this isn't yeah. like he's coming to Memphis from you know Kansas. 
you know, where he was just buried on the bench here. He was coming from a pier, uh, you know, at SMU. Yeah. So I think the likelihood that he ever plays significant minutes for Memphis are are very low, I would hope. Uh, you know, nothing against the kid, but, like, you're, what you put on paper is what you put on paper. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure Kendrick was, you know, all about it, you know, mm-hmm. just more comfort for him, guys he knows. So even though, even if it wasn't, I am just going to, in my mind, say that it was – to make it more, uh, how do you say, palatable? Depth. Yes, palatable. Uh, I'm sure Kendra Davis had plenty to do with this. Uh, it's depth. Again, he's not a very experienced piece, and somebody you're I, I, certainly, I would think, not hoping to have to depend on. This is for depth. It looks to me like a 13th scholarship player. I know that Jason Munns, the be right over the commercial appeal, has written that the Tigers might have room for one more. Well, then somebody would have to, uh, you would think, whether it's Jaden or somebody else, because if you look, Alex Lomax is back on the roster. It looks like officially over at uh, their website, Go Tigers Go. Uh, this looks to me like 13. Again, if you're counting Ian Granha, he hasn't been officially announced or signed, but this looks to me like a 13th scholarship player that, again, would be added for depth. Now, you 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 know, between KO, uh, Malcolm, Chandler, Lawson, who can play big and did at Oregon, uh, again, DeAndre Williams, you know, you, you felt solid there because you use another body. We had talked about it with Giannato, who thought that was a spot they could add to, too, in terms of adding another body and some depth. Mm-hmm. Listen, we... We talked about, well, maybe you leave a scholarship open in case IARP comes in here, right, and takes away a couple of scholarships. Well, in this case, it looks to me like Penny's going to use them all in no fear whatsoever of IARP coming and taking scholarships away. Perhaps there's one more if you jiggle some things around, put Jaden on schol- uh, excuse me, on walk-on status or another one. But this looks to me like it fills you out at 13, and this looks like a, a depth piece that, again, Hopefully you're not having to depend on to be a real impact guy this year, but if someone goes down, can step up for you in a pinch. Yeah, like I, I feel like the last two guys to that point, like <clears throat> they just feel like, well, with, you know, unnecessary additions. I mean, we'll see ultimately what happens. Um, you know, I, I, and I'm open to being surprised, uh, but I, I feel like I feel like Penny did such a great job, you know, in the spring of adding the pieces that he needed to add and and and, and upgrading positions. Like I continue to hear really good things about. Uh, KO um, Kendrick Davis, we know, is going to run the show and be who he was last year at SMU. Keontae Kennedy is an experienced guy. You're bringing back DeAndre Williams. Who am I leaving out in the starting lineup? I'm, I'm missing one guy. Yeah, uh, Manuel Acott's going to be in the starting. Yeah, lineup. Manuel Acott. I mean, he's a really, really uh, good player from Boise State. So I feel like Penny did a great job of of really addressing those spots. I think he took a little bit too much license with. The end of the roster, which is fine, like you know, it, it is what it is. It's the end of the roster, but you, I, th- I think he just took two guys that are never going to contribute for Memphis basketball. Like that's what I think, and that and that's fine. Like you, maybe a good thing. Huh? Guy, guys can come and go, and they do not just at Memphis, but everywhere. There's guys who you know don't ever they they spend a year there. They don't they they leave, and you just replenish and replace. But I just I, I'm I'm fading the odds of either of the last two commitments doing anything meaningful ever for Memphis basketball. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. But, uh, you know, you'd like to add guys that you think would actually help you in the game if you can. I mean, Granha's only way to play this year is going to be as a shooter. And and you're struggling with the guys that you've got. We talked about that. That's your ticket. Otherwise, it looks like a play for the long term. Right. That you'd have to – but, again, are his – you know, you see guys redshirt are his people cool right. with being in the program that long. Again, if the long term is the plan, I can see it. Right. Because the chances are, yeah, I'm with you. If you look at from the numbers, he's not going to go out there and wow from three, John. Again, against a higher level of basketball where, oh, by the way, you're also being asked to play defense against more athletic guys than you faced. And so the chances of it are slim to your point. It does feel like, you know, in terms of trying to get on the floor, that's the only way for Grana and for and, and, and for Jamar, you know, injury. that, that Again, I, Lots of them. I, I know that you're looking all for, of them. You're looking for another, you know, athletic big that can that can block shots for you. Well, I just think you you got it covered for the most part. Hopefully, with what you've got. Yeah. Hopefully, between Ko, DeAndre, Chandler, Wright, and Malcolm, you can handle duties well enough that you don't have to go to a you know Jamar Young in this case. Right, but so if another it's, body if it, that if pushes it, guys it, in practice, you know, package deals part like you know uh, who was. Uh, oh, if it's a package deal, you absolutely going Arthur be Bark- with getting the most coveted guy in the transfer portal. Arthur Barclay was uh, was a was a package deal with Dewan, right? Yeah, that actually worked out Barclay pretty well. Barclay will end up doing more, I think, than this young man. 
Yeah, Barclay was uh, was actually like helpful to go out there and, yeah. and battle for you. Any other package deals that that are notable in Memphis? Well, I mean, the Lawsons were a package. Right, you, know, you hired the dad. You hired Keelan. dad. Yeah, you know. Now I would say that was worth it. Most package deals are usually worth it. I mean, just historically speaking, you know, because like, what are you, what is your alternative? Oklahoma State getting Cade's brother that was right. certainly worth, worth it for it. them, hundred percent. So you know, it's not like it's a it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just like. You know, I just don't. I don't think he's got a. Yeah, again, it could be a, if he's just a guy pushing guys in practice. Yeah, hopefully it's, but no, it's fine it's because Memphis has Memphis has Malcolm and Malcolm dunked on Chet Holmgren last year in the in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Right? What a race for that starting spot! It's not really a race, man. The starting right. spot is locked up. It should be, according to you. No, it this, is this all star from UTA that didn't even make all conference last. Just going to take over and just blow us away again. The Malcolm Fandridge is out here. <laughs> Strong in August. What's wrong with rooting for a local kid? Again, if he ain't ready, not rooting against him. If he ain't up to snuff, he's not ready. He called you, little John. You root against him. Has (laughs) he been up to snuff in the last three years, bro? He played some of his best basketball last year against. What was the bar for that? When you dunk on Chet Holmgren again, who where's he at now? NBA got a chance to be the rookie of the year, even though he's not going to win it. That's like a that's like something that Malcolm Dandridge will tell his grandkids about. It's not something that's going to get him on the court next season no, for Memphis. He's, 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 because again, he can't get healthy, and it seems like it's it's a it's a deal where those knees have never been healthy. Right. It's like de- a deteriorating condition. No, it's all but good. But I man. can't wait to see him. Hey, I hope I'm battle wrong. KO for the starting. Game. I hope I'm wrong. How's that? We'll leave it at that. I hope I'm wrong about it. And I hope he kills it this year. And Did you feel like they needed depth at the big? No, spot? I think that's the last place they need again because Chandler can play a you little got bit. Chandler, of both you spots. got Malcolm, you, you got Ko. You can always. Got put, I know he doesn't like it ideally, but you can always stick DeAndre back at the five. That's 100%. what I'm saying, and yeah. have Chandler next to him. No, this that's what I'm saying. This kid is not going to play unless Malcolm Dandridge quits the team or Chandler Lawson like just decides to you know I, whatever. Like somebody, one of those kids is going to have to leave the team where there's a like a widespread COVID How Malcolm outbreak. Got, Malcolm and Alo, it's the final. The final chapter, fool. Is this it? is it. The final chapter of the book. I'm not of sure. the East High book with Penny. It's the final chapter. Chandler, he just going to leave in the middle of the chapter? Malcolm could come back. He could have a senior year and come no, back. No, but I'm talking about the senior group that day. was with Wiseman. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, but it's just funny to me. Like, we have senior days and then guys just come back. So, like, are we doing it again? Do we go through that? we go like a grad? Do we have a grad day? I guess Chandler was a part of that, though. Was Chandler part? Oh, yeah, yeah, the East. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's still here. The book's still being now, written. Jonathan just the one year. Yeah. Right, then but he went on again, to Woodale and everything else. Still being written. It is a, say, a, say, a shame Damn, Harris. He's going to live on. You know, it, it, it's a shame that Harris didn't get a senior day or that type of a moment like Alo did at Memphis. It kind of makes me sad. I know he transferred out. He had more eligibility, but he wasn't. He was typically he's a he was a grad transfer. So in in a sense, he graduated from Memphis. Man, I know Tyler's going to come back here and look to score forty. That boy's going to for South Florida, oh, and folks. he's going to probably put you know. up forty points. He might. shots. He might need to. You know. So that's but that's all right. That's fine. I'm I'm down for it. I like the theater. I'm did all you, about. Have you seen? How much weight he's put on? I have not. Yeah, I Ty, saw a picture. He's put on 10 pounds, Okay, and his vertical was measured at 44 inches down there. Wow. He's got a, the video out there to prove it. He's so going to be put, a, They put oh. 10 pounds on him. Now, they say they want to put more weight on him, it sounds like, but I, wow. I don't know if, if you can. Well, here's the but thing. Like, you know, he, not you on can the see frame. in the arms, man, he's yeah. bigger down. No, who wouldn't here in Memphis be rooting for a good year for Tyler yeah. Harris? Except right? against us. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things. Of like, hope you have, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hope you have but, 40 in a loss. But, I, but that's the point is that, and, and I think we're right on this, right? South Florida gets to come here. They're not the one on the on Memphis' schedule, one of the two that you only play once. So hopefully, oh, for right. to your point, what you brought up, you Tyler Harris is going to get his senior day-ish yeah. Ish. moment when he's introduced for South Florida. Because surely, Brian Gregory, no matter how Tyler's playing, is going to feature him, put him in the yes. starting lineup. He'll get that moment down there. And I'll bet you at the front of the claps will be Penny Hardaway. It's unfortunate that Absolutely. it didn't work out a different way, but I think that that's the way it's going to sort of be right Tyler in Harris there. is an amazing athlete. Did you see? Like, this is his, crazy. No, his it's crazy, dude. is 44 inches. It's crazy. What, what, a, t- what a freak athlete. I'm trying to tell my kid. I showed it to him. I said, look, dude, there's yes. a good chance you're only going to be 5'9", 5'10". But you can dunk a basketball if you put the work in. Yes. Here's Tyler Harris. You can you can improve your vertical with work. That doesn't have to necessarily be God given. So I was trying to prove it to him that dude, Tyler Harris is just yeah. that that's straight work that he got in got those kinds of hops. You can get that too. Jason, I take it a step further. I think Memphis should try to orchestrate something. It doesn't have to be a box with your jersey in it that you used to play in, but some sort of a Oh, I think thing. they'll do right by him and do and put his put him in the frame. 
I just got to feel That would be him. great. If they yeah, did same that, thing I, you I did think for they Lomax should. That they don't, well, I think they should, too. Yeah. I think, Even I, with him playing for I think, South Florida. I think it's the right move. You Absolutely. Do it that night. He'll, we, you, we, you'll know he'll appreciate it. Came back. You know, dad, you know. dad, mom, hopefully can make it out and everything else. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to do. You could put it with the ovation as sort of a... It would be a nice bow yeah, on the... Yeah, you didn't get it last year, but here's the frame yeah. jersey and everything else. Given everything that happened, sure. Uh, like let's go that. to the NFL. Pretty big story here with Deshaun Watson, and there were some preseason games, but Deshaun Watson's apology will soften the blow of his punishment. Is that cap or no cap? Will the apology help? Jason, I'll defer to you. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. You know what this made me think of? The Sullivan conversation we had last week. Well, that was a wild week. I missed that, too. About when you get the grace. Yeah. Right? And if you put in the apology early enough, because remember what Sue Robinson said in her in her judgment against Deshaun for the six games? She wanted to go over, said the pun, you know, his behavior had been proven by the NFL and that it, he wasn't remorseful. And that she wanted to go, she wanted to give the NFL what it wanted in terms of the year or more of a suspension, but she couldn't, according to its own conduct policy, because of the nonviolent, at least at that time, according to language, nature of the behavior. But her point was, he wasn't remorseful at all. And so there was always, what is Deshaun doing now? He's always said he's innocent. He's maintained his innocence. So he's tried to stay out of statements where he's saying, okay, I'm remorseful, because what does that imply? Guilt. It implies guilt. Uh-huh. So you can understand why his camp is saying don't do it. But back to the thing, John, there's always a place where if you show remorse, there can be, uh, there's a chance for that grace. And in this case, a shorter suspension. Where, but it's too late. Just like I, we were talking about back to Sullivan. It was too late. You know, you never got that to that point. There was a doubling down when it came to Sullivan rather than, yeah. a, hey, man, I, I blew this. And so back to the point. That was part of the story. This, to me, feels, John, okay, you haven't gotten a, a remorseful side out there. You need to do this. This was orchestrated by the Browns. You see this? This was done in-house with their own person doing the interview, sort of like Grind City in terms of what they're – this was in-house Browns media doing. It was orchestrated, but clearly it was, Deshaun, you don't have any remorse out there. Let's see if it has any sort of – if it had any impact mm-hmm. on the decision here against you, the NFL's appeal. It's going to be too late. right? Roger Goodell's already put it out there that he wants you out for a year – there was a chance for this earlier where maybe this helps you because, again, I'd go back to Sue Robinson's bringing it up. Yep. But it's too late at this point. Um, it was watched. Everybody's talking about it, but it's going to be too late to, to change, have any impact on the NFL's decision, yeah, I, mean, I feel like. Look, it, it, the hay is in the barn with him uh, in the NFL. He had a chance to settle. He said no. Um, it was like 12 games and like $8 million, which he would take today, believe me. Uh, right. Instead, he balked at it and said, you know what, no, I'm not going to settle. I'm going to drive this thing out and ended up with six, but it's not going to be six. It's going to be a year. It's going to be maybe more. I don't know because um, the NFL is just – they're bloodthirsty at this point. Like they are not going to take no for an answer when it comes to Deshaun Watson missing a year. That's kind of where I'm at with it. So, um, no, it's not going to matter to them. Um, it's, it's, it's like you said. I mean, it's just too little too late. If you were truly sorry – if you truly had remorse, you would have settled. You just would have settled. You would have said, okay, this is a fair offer. I'm not even missing a whole year. I only have to, you know, give up $8 million of my guaranteed 200 whatever it is. Like, you know, I did it. Or, you know, well, I don't know. You don't have to say I did it, but you get where I'm coming from. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't think it's going to matter. And and he did play. He played. I think that's another reason why they're not going to get any leniency because they played the dude in the preseason. Like, that, even though that doesn't count, yeah. that's – like, how do well, you think the NFL well, is going to interpret that? They're just, they're. I, I think it's a dumb decision by them. They're still interpreting it as Sue Robinson's six game still stands. So with that six game still standing, right. I mean, that's he's still true. El- technically sure. eligible. I'm with you. Doesn't make any sense because it's 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 because, the messaging behind it. Well, you yeah, know, you know what's about to come down too. Yes. Like the NFL is about to hammer you. So you, frankly, you need to be getting ready for the Jacoby Brissett and whoever's behind that's him exactly era. Right. There, frankly, the whole point of getting no, him out there, he ain't about to be on the field. There, exactly. So, there so was get no your guys reason. ready rather than getting some rust off Deshaun because he didn't play right. all year last year. That part to me didn't make and any then sense. You, I mean, if you're going to play but, him, play him for the full game. But he's eligible. Right? Because, yeah. I mean, if you're going to play him, him out because he's not going to play for a while in the regular season. I'm saying, like, if it's about Russ, yeah. right, you should play him for well, the whole game. It's actually I'm, I'm a sure decent it's literally point. just Deshaun said, man, yeah. I got to get out on the field. I got to get out on the field. It's been so long for me. What, Good point. What, it's stupid. 
decision to put him out there, and, they, and they're going to they're going to pay for it. Because again, you got a locker room right now that you got to be concerned about because Deshaun Watson ain't about to be a part of it. It looks like for an extended amount of time. That's right. So are you going to are you going to tell the men in that locker room that we're trying to go out here and win games this season and not just throwing a season away? Well, you do that by sitting Deshaun down and getting Jacoby Brissett and the rest of the guys behind him ready. So again, didn't make a lot of sense to play him. The the reason you're able to is because right now it's still just the sixth game that stands, but we know that more is coming. I mean, the NFL's got that that right. You have to school me on this one. Uh, cap, cap or no cap, NBA news. Giannis will be a bull. Is that cap or no cap, John? Well, so he was uh, he was doing some kind of press conference uh, over the weekend, and I don't. It was in Chicago for some reason, and I don't I don't know why this would come up, and I don't know why he would answer it this way, but. Giannis, who of course is a champion uh, and a valued member of the Milwaukee Bucks organization, uh, was asked by Fox 32 about the potential of playing for the Bulls in the future. And this is what he had to say. I think anybody you ask that question that plays basketball, if he said no, he'd be a liar. It's a team that won multiple championships. It's a team that won one of the greatest, if not the greatest player to ever play the game played for. So it's a no-brainer. Everybody would love to play for Chicago. What a weird answer. What a strange thing to say. Now, he's got four years left on his five-year deal, so this is not something that you're going to get excited about for any uh, time soon. I mean, you, you'd be getting a very much watered-down version of Giannis if and when he ever did play for your Bulls. But I, I just feel like it was a weird way to answer the question when you're under contract for four years with Milwaukee. Yeah, he didn't need to go there right now, I suppose, because then you open it up and make it a story and make it a headline. You can always avoid it, you know, by shooting this down. I got a contract to join my team. You, when you do this and you decide to go that route, you make it a story. That's the, what, what I think about, though, when this comes up is the fact that this is going to be happening to Ja, right? That every time he's in New York or around Stephen A. Smith, it's going to be during his career while he's here with the Grizzlies. Man, when you going to get with a big market team? You know what I'm saying? It's that same pull for Giannis. He's won a championship in Milwaukee. All it's going to do is increase this in terms of the big market squads wanting him more. And every time he's in Chicago, he'll be asked, you want to come play for the Bulls? And so it's going to be Ja. Realize that. They always want to mess with that small market superstar, right? And so that, that's what I think about when I see You're probably going to get asked this a million times by a bunch of those big market media folks. And hopefully it'll be on Ja. Hopefully, you know, Ja will be moved to shoot it down every time. But you never know. You like one of these media folks or something in the case of Ja. I mean, in the case of Giannis, I don't know who was asking the question, but he's trying to pay respect to to what Chicago's done. But, again, you make it a story. And now we're going to sit up here. There's going to be Milwaukee fans that are mad at Giannis. But I'm telling you, they get, they're going to get this question every single freaking time every day. because it's small market superstar who's always going to be asked, man, when you come into the big leagues, right? And so I hate this yep. because eventually this is going to be jaw at every turn, especially when he's in those big markets being asked, man, you're going to be with the Grizzlies for your entire career? Would you think about being a big market guy? What about the Knicks? And Stephen A. Smith will probably be the one at the front of the damn line. So I, I hate this. You know, even though it's my bulls or whatever, I hate it because I know it's eventually coming for Ja. I hate it for the small market teams. Well, yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of you know, in a, in a way, it's a little bit like you know when Memphis basketball gets like a a, a top ranked recruiting class like in a year, everybody's like, well, what about the next one? You know, what about the next one? It's it's never enough, you know, for for the national media that Ja Morant plays basketball in Memphis. They're always going to want him to play somewhere else. They're always going to want to know what's next for him. So, yeah, that's definitely true. He's going to have to learn how to answer these questions as well. And I think it's really simple. Like, you pay respect to the organization that you're asked about, but, right. like, I'm a Memphis Grizzly, and I'm going to be a Memphis Grizzly for the next whatever. That's how you shoot it down. You know? Are you going to answer like, like that every time when they're asking you a hundred times? You know? Right. Hopefully he does. Yeah. Giannis will probably be, like, what, 31 by the time he even, you know, is there because he's not getting – I don't see any way that he's not going to finish that contract out in Milwaukee. He'll be 31 years old by the time that's over, so I don't think you need to get excited. Now I'm going to start getting excited about this when I get Giannis and AD together. Yeah, both, both at 34 excited. years old. The old men version. Yeah. yeah. Them trying to say. That's right. Much like Candace Parker came home and, and and gave us a championship with the Chicago Sky. Yeah, but she ain't the reason for the, the season A Chicago there. and Candace Parker. She was the reason last year. She was a big part of it. I know she's part. You've got your 
Who's your player, man, Hooker, whatever her name is? They got, she's uh, a stud. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know her name. Anyway, Candace still a huge part of that team. Dude, she's putting up near triple doubles every night. Yeah, they have like they have uh, uh, Ema Meesman. They have that's not who I'm thinking about. Allie the other Quigley. Night. They have Courtney Vandersloot. They got uh, Azira Stevens. Like they got you know yeah, maybe I'm it's a, it's, somebody else. It's a different. It's a different. It's a different don't, construction. Don't tell me Candace Parker ain't putting up double doubles. She's dang not. near triple doubles. Almost she had like 19 and 12 the other day. She had four points yesterday, bro. She. It's like the last game of the season. They're saving her. That was the last game of the regular season. They still need to shine yesterday. out there. They still boned. They're impressive. James Wade, we got to get James Wade on the show. That dude is like that dude gets results. Like he should. Like he he could have been hired as Penny's third assistant. If we're being honest, <laughs> James Wade is him. I love the way James Wade would have been turned around the Memphis uh, Memphis women's basketball program a long time. No, you're ago. right, Candace, uh, Candace, but he didn't need to. I don't. I don't need to t- you to tell me I'm right about Candace Parker. She's, she's fantastic. No, she's a beast. No, and like she's you, still fantastic. Like, she helped us win a title last year. Like when you watch her play, like you can tell. Like but she's, she's toward the, the end. And, but she's toward the end of her career. She's yeah. certainly closer to that than the beginning. Uh, and and that's what I'm saying about AD and Giannis when they come home. Mm-hmm. It'll be home for AD. But Candace Parker... What, in their late, in their mid-30s? Candace Parker is better for the Chicago Sky than Giannis and AD will be by the time they get to Chicago. I, that I will go out on I rebu- I'll rebuke that. It I'll looks rebuke. like James Wade makes $350,000 a year. They are. That is a he, steal for he, what he, they he get, get out of him. He'd get that in Memphis as an assistant. If you made him the coach of a women's college team, could you pay him four? No, probably not. No, not unless like not a power five. If it's a power, if it's a power five, you probably could. He has a four-year deal with the Chicago Sky that he Who's signed. Like, okay, let's see. Like who, North get, Memphis finest. Yep, James what, Wade. Think, Underpaid, I, wouldn't you say? Oh, for sure. Oh, easily won a title last. Probably year. gets a bonus for the playoffs and stuff. So he might be a half mil by the time it's all signed, sealed, delivered. Dawn Staley we do gets to get three million a year, which is very impressive. She's got to be the highest paid. Dawn and, Staley makes three. She's got. Well, they got who they get the Vegas. Her and Gino. Vegas, uh, her and Gino. They had to hire that gal out of San Antonio. She probably made a bunch. Becky Hammond. Yeah. Uh, then then they just bump her up to make her commensurate with Gino, so. like around the you know. Right. They, they won the, the won the championship, right? Mm-hmm. What like let's just say like what's Becky's the, getting a mill. What's the Mississippi State women's basketball mm-hmm. coach make? Oh, it's I think they're paying th- Sam Purcell. Mm-hmm. Is that? Is that his name? Oh, you mean the college? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably two million. I would guess. You That's think, a guess. You think I'm he's just guessing. the women's basketball coach is making the guy that replaced Nikki? Yeah, because Two he came million? out of Louisville. I was, I'm only guessing. Was he the head coach at Louisville? No, he was the assistant coach, and he was their associate, and he was a recruiting freaking wizard. So I'm, I, I'm, I, only, I, I'm only guessing. I would be shocked if he's State, making two million. Uh, women's I don't coach. know. If, I don't know if it's public information. Sorry. No, it should be because it's a public school. So let, let me. I'll, I'll look here. No, you're right. It's um. Well, she was Nikki McCray Penson was only making well, about a mill. Yeah, yes, you would uh, have to get James Wade on the way up. It's over now. Is it over? Sam Purcell? Yeah, it's over. You're not. I mean, getting he's him probably back making in. about the same. If I had to guess, he was an assistant, so they don't have to give him two million dollars. He's he's probably making two fifty. You know, at, at at Louisville, so they could give him a million, and it's a freaking ridiculous raise. So um, yeah. Anyway, I gotta find it. I'm interested. Um. Well, well, get ready, man. We'll have a watch party when Giannis announces it. You know, thirty-five years old that he's coming to the Bulls. That'll be a great day. That'll be a great day indeed. Jason Fitz is going to join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him about the NFL. Get his thoughts on the Grizzlies on Christmas Day. All that and more. Jason and John, how do you turn to fan? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm ESPN. Taz Barbecue been doing it big. 70 years. Best thing smoking in Memphis. That barbecue truly is the best in town. 
stood the test of time. They hadn't had to change anything. The sauce, the slaw, the beans. Actually, they keep adding. They keep adding to the menu. They keep creating and innovating, bringing you, Memphis, the best recipes in town. So whatever you're in the mood for, get over to Todd's Barbecue today. Battle of the Barn is still going on as well. Get over to their Facebook page. What is it for you? Is it the fantastic beef? Is it the pork? Is it the turkey burger? How about that? Pick your emoji over at Fox's, excuse me, at Topps' Facebook page. And, of course, like John said, for 70 years it's been rocking because it's the best. You don't have to change when you're the best. Just keep on keeping on. Smoked bologna sandwich, I guarantee you, you're going to absolutely love it. Half-inch thick piece of bologna smoked to Topps perfection only in the way that they can do it. Try that or the Fireman Burger. You can thank us later. Topps Barbecue, it's lunchtime, 70 years, and still smoking. Uh, preseason top 25 poll is out for college football. Hope you're sitting down because we have some crazy news. Alabama has come in at number one, Jason. Fresh off of a rebuild year. Uh, it was a rebuild year for Nick Saban, and now they have reloaded, and they are number one in the polls, followed by Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, A&M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Baylor. That's your top ten. I'm not going to go through everybody in the, in the top 25, but how about this? Um, at least one team every year for the past 20 seasons, except for 2019, so put it better, 19 of the last 20 seasons, a team that started the year ranked in the top ten finished the season unranked. Okay. 19 of the last 20 years. Who were the prime candidates? I'll go through it again. Who's gonna Who's gonna underwhelm and disappoint? Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, A and M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, Baylor. Of those ten, who's most likely to finish outside the top twenty-five? Notre Dame. I think that's right, I, and I would also entertain Clemson, A and M, and Michigan. And Clemson's due for a bounce back, aren't they? I just don't believe in the quarterback. Well, that's fine. You know, he, he's pretty bad. He's DJ. pretty bad. He was bad last year. I mean, he could. You know, he could. Always have a. I just think Dabo knows what he's doing. Okay, he'll get him. He'll get the kid back on track. Um, you know, A and M, kind of a question mark to me, right? As much of a question mark as you can have at, at number six overall, but you know, it's the SEC. It never surprises me when yeah. you know a team gets the crap beat out of them. You know, that's the way it goes. You know, Michigan, like they they're probably due for some regression if we're being honest. You know, I mean, they had a hell of a year last year. They were in the playoff, right? I mean, that's crazy. They're due for they're due for a regression. That's the way it goes. But I think Notre Dame is is a good answer. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Coaching change, a uh, quarterback change as well too. Isn't he in book in the NFL now? Oh yeah, he was playing for the Saints. Mm-hmm. He was playing for the Saints. Lot uh, to uh, not that I don't believe uh, in the brother, but uh, that one there could be the one that's I, I think most suited to be outside of the top ten. Yeah, I'm getting harassed by Michigan fans now that I said they're due for a regression. Some of them are getting a little vulgar. But uh, I mean, look, I just I just I'm playing the historical odds there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't hope that for you. I don't, I, you know, I have nothing against Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. They were, they had a hell of a year last year, better than anybody could have ever suspected. But it's, you know, again, Big Ten, same thing. Like, I just look at teams like, let's just take Nebraska, right? Nebraska lost like so many games last year by, you know, one possession or fewer. They would like, I feel like all their like that's going to average out too. So it's just, it's, you know, these, these tough leagues. That's kind of where I lean on. Uh, I see Tennessee here at 26th in the AP poll, first and others receiving votes, no? Oh, they're 26th. We have added one. We have added a— uh, We haven't added, but they're literally the first one outside of it, and the others receiving votes. Good sign for the Vols. Well, we certainly know you were, exci- you were excited about that. This is a nine-win Vols team. You or think more. so? I do. Whew. Tough, dude. Very, very difficult. Like, I'm going to make a video for Superbook later today. They want me to sort of go through, like, uh, this you know, is the year. some win totals. Uh, also, how, how do you say over though? How do you say like with a straight face over on eight? Like eight feels like the right number to me. It might be the right. I can't number. say under. I don't want to say under. I don't. I mean, I, I feel like that's. I feel like it's going to be hard for them to go under eight because they do have a very manageable schedule and they have Hendon Hooker. I mean, when you have a quarterback like that, you know, SEC Heifel's or not, him, got him pointing in the right direction, brother. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not. Gonna, you're not going to get prosecuted around here for that. Uh, also, saw that Houston looks like is 24th in this AP poll. Houston's 24th. And 25th in the coaches' poll, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati is 23rd. Okay, yeah, yeah. How did I just skip over Cincy? They're right there in front of me. Yep. Uh, they just kind of they, they group all the AAC teams together, though. We know how that goes. 
BYU's 25th, so all the Big 12 is at the bottom of the barrel here in the top 25. They just said, all right, we'll let the Big 12 have the, the three there at the end. Um, of course, Baylor at 10. But anyway, yeah, um, the AP top 25 is out. Look, I, I've said this before. I, I have no reason to, to not believe it. Um, I, I think Alabama's going undefeated. I do. I think they're winning everything. Well, the problem is that every, uh, you know, a lot of people think that, John, usually. Well, I mean, a lot of people can be right. The case. A lot of people can be right in this case. I mean, it, 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 it can happen. I just feel like when you have a team that went to the title game last year, and yeah, you lose some, right? You lose some, but you're bringing back your quarterback. You're bringing back the best piece of your defense. You know, you're hungry. Like now Alabama's hungry. They didn't win it last year, so now they're, you know, their stomach's around a little bit. Like, ain't nobody stopping them, bro. Uh, Crimson Tide's gone on to win the national championship after starting number one just once under Saban. Really? And twice overall. Since the AP preseason began, uh, poll began in 1950, there have been 11 to do it. Preseason number ones that also finished the season top ranked. Alabama was the last to do it in 2017. Well, they'll do it again but in 2022. It, it, it's, not, it's, it's a little difficult to run the table, John, go from well, start I mean, to finish. Look, the only They've team, only done it once under Saban. The only game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.